I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Hey, thank you for dropping in here on my podcast. I really like your company. I am sitting here relaxing in my big, comfortable, manly, black leather puppet chair in my living room. You know, it's good to relax. Because among other things, relaxing is a defense against lots of nasty stuff. You know, both big nasties and little nasties. I find that sometimes when they really pile up, the little nasties start looking just like the big ones. And we, we kind of lose sight of the fact that I think the Lord wants us to be relaxed and happy. Otherwise, he wouldn't have given all of us, except politicians, a sense of humor and some friends who don't mind when you play practical jokes on them. Practical jokes are not being nasty. That's that's just having fun, you know? Here's what I mean. I was looking all over the place for a missing sock the other day. Now, that's, that's irritating. It's a small nasty when you have one sock and you're looking all over the place for the other one. So then I, I asked myself, I said, Self, why should you suffer looking for the other sock? And my self answered. My self said, you know, you're right. That's foolish. Take your sock over to your buddy Al's house and give him your missing sock problem. So I did. I went over to Al's house, and while my lady Wonder Wench was talking with Al and his wife Jean, I excused myself, went into Al's bathroom, and I slipped my sock into his laundry basket. I figured I'd let him go nuts looking for the other one. <laughs> that was my way of getting back at Al for a fast one that he pulled on me. Al threw a party a few weeks ago, and he was showing us his new aquarium. And suddenly he reached in and grabbed a fish and ate it. Or that's what it looked like. <laughs> when he stopped laughing, he explained that he had palmed some thin carrot slices and dropped them into the water, and that's what he gobbled down. <laughs> I asked him, hey, Dal, what would you have done if, if you had grabbed a real fish by mistake? And, and he thought a second, and he said, well, I'd have probably held up the real fish and said it was too small and then grabbed one of the carrot slices. <laughs> Al has fun. Everybody likes his parties. But nobody eats tuna salad sandwiches at his house since his fish joke, though. And my buddy next door, Randy, is having lots of fun with his boss. Randy's boss always wears his nice new hat to work. So Randy bought two hats just like it, but two different sizes. So every day he sneaks into the boss's office and replaces the boss's hat with one of the hats that he bought. And then the next day he slips the boss's real hat back on the rack. (laughs) Randy is having fun by literally messing up his boss's head. Another buddy of mine, Jerry, was the best man at his brother Kurt's wedding. The night before the ceremony, Jerry took Kurt's new shoes and he used a felt pen and he printed the word HELP on the sole of his left shoe and the word me on the sole of Kurt's right shoe, right up near the heel, you know, the part that doesn't touch the ground. So when Kurt knelt down at the ceremony, (laughs) the people in the first couple of rows had something to read and giggle at. Help me. (laughs) 
Six to Tales, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important nasty stuff that's getting you grim out the other ear and just for a minute anyway, you can relax, grab a grin, and win. If you are dyslexic, you read things backwards. So a dyslexic atheist would be a person who did not believe in dog. Think about it. If the answer is, that's why most American babies are born in late August and early September, what is the question? If the answer is, that's why most American babies are born in late August and early September, what is the question? Don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet, but I will in a minute. Glenn Burke of the Los Angeles Dodgers is credited with inventing the high five in 1977. Now, the high five is kind of a fun thing, but when you think about it, it is a weird name, isn't it? The high five. I mean, doesn't that sound like a drunken basketball team? (laughs) And the first pilot to fly over both the North and South Poles had a perfect name for a pilot. His name was Admiral Richard Byrd. But I bet his friends called him Dickie Bird. (laughs) Okay, if the answer is most American babies are born in late August and early September, the question is, what were most Americans doing on New Year's Eve? What are you doing New Year's Eve? (laughs) I'm kind of surprised more kids aren't named New Year's Eve. (laughs) Dicks to tails, they'll take your mind off your mind. Hey, a little housekeeping. If you like these podcasts or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug, or if you like my spoken word CDs at DickSummer.com, please tell a couple of friends, will you? Because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. It is true that life is full of nasty stuff. Some of the nasties have big, sharp claws and red eyes and, and very bad breath, you know, stuff like... Your your lady leaves you, or you lose your job, or some very ugly bug has taken up residence in your body, or the body of someone you love. And some of the nasties are just, you know, paper-cut kind of nasties. A traffic ticket, you know, or a visit from your (laughs) mother-in-law. Maybe even a real paper-cut that hurts. But when lots of nasties pile up, for some reason the little ones begin to hurt as much as the big ones. I always thought it's too bad that it doesn't work the other way around. You know, the big ones begin to feel like the little ones, but that doesn't happen. I was telling you to grab a grin and win, because I really believe a grin is a good way to begin to win. It's a fact that if you're feeling down and you take a deep breath and you put a grin on your kisser, you will feel a little better. Really, try it. It works. Price is right, you know doesn't solve your problems, but it does make you feel a little better, and that's good. i got to remind myself of that, too, pretty often, because, hey, there are nasties in my life, just like you have in yours, you know, big ones and little ones. i got both going on right now. And you know, when, when nasties all start growling around in your gut, you can start feeling that being born was some kind of a mistake, and it isn't. I'm not a religious guy, but I have a very comfortable relationship with whomever it was who put us here, and he doesn't make that kind of mistake. Big Louie, the head guy of the Louie Louie generation, always says, Lions roar, monkeys gibber, and people preach. Now, I am not qualified to be a preacher, and I have no intention of becoming one. But there is a story in my Love and Touch spoken word CD 
that might help a little bit if the nasties are giving you a hard time right now. You shine. Not like diamonds or new cars or bald heads or brass buttons. You've got a special shine like a spark from a fireworks display drifting in a dark sky, shining with its own special color. You're not some mistake. You're a child of the creation explosion. You shine like no one else. No one but you loves or dreams in your private colors. There is no other passion like yours. You were born because two people's passions ignited their love and their dreams. Love and dreams are the fuels that your life must burn to keep you shining. Don't ever let them run dry. You shine so you can see where you've been, where you are, and to help you look where you're going so you won't go stumbling around, knocking over people and tripping over hopes. Your life shouldn't just happen to you while you grope around for something better. You shine to show people where you are when they need you. But before you can help others, you have to learn to help yourself. You can't rescue a drowning child until you've taken the time, the patience, and the loving understanding with yourself to learn to swim. You have a right to help yourself first. You have a right to win and be right. You also have a right to lose and be wrong. You have a right to be a sun, warming and powering all the planets. You also have a right to be a nightlight, comforting a child in the dark. And lovers need candlelight for dreaming. But when you look for truth to tell lovers or children or nations, look past words and smiles, pictures and numbers, because they often lie. Look for truth in a man's eyes. And don't forget to speak your own special truth. No one else sees the line between truth and lies with your special light. So if you don't speak your own truth, it will never be heard. But when you look for beauty to show lovers or children or nations, look past wrinkles and gray hairs, muscles and blemishes, because they often lie. Look for beauty in a woman's eyes. And remember that no one sees the line between love and convenience with your special light. So if you don't speak your own love, some of us will go unloved. And of all the art of man's heart and fingers, there is no masterwork to match the shine that loving makes on the face of another human being. We need your shine and your own special color because wasted city slums and polluted oceans, broken glass, broken lives, shouldn't be everywhere we look. We have a right to see God's rainbows too. We need your shine in your own special color to complete a rainbow. Because your color is different from all the rest. Gather all of mankind's colors into your heart. Mother and father, sister and son, friend and enemy, philosopher and fool. But shade them enough for your own personal color to shine through. Catch all of mankind's sounds in your ears, songs and gunfire, laughter and tears, oceans and machines, whispers and commands. But quiet them enough to hear your own mind's gentle voice. Then shine warm in winter like the sea holding the summer in her waves. Shine wild like a desert snake protecting its water. Shine lovingly like a new husband taking his bride. Shine anxiously like the blue, brown, and green flashes of eyes at a bus stop. Shine when you're tired and alone. Let someone find you. And watch for someone else's shine. 
Remember always, you're not some mistake. You're an important part of the creation celebration, rocketed into this place, into this time, to shine. are growling around in your gut. Sometimes they make you feel like it was a mistake being born, but it's not. You're not a mistake. You've got a right to win. But you know what? Winning isn't always required either. You can be a powerful sun, or a nightlight, or a romantic candle. Whatever works for you when you need something to work for you. And for the people you care about. The story is called You Shine. It was written to keep myself sane when there were a lot of nasties growling around in my gut. You Shine is from my Love and Touch spoken word CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Love and Touch icon on the homepage. It is really good. Sitting here with you, relaxing in my big, comfortable, manly, black leather puppet chair in my living room. It's good to relax. It is a defense against lots of nasty stuff. Big nasties and little nasties. Sometimes when they get to really piling up, the little ones start feeling like the big ones. And I do think that's why the Lord gave us some friends who don't mind when you play practical jokes on them because it is really true that you got a better chance to win when you grab a grin. So, thanks to Al and Randy and Jerry and, of course, my lady Wonder Wench. And yeah, thanks to you, too, for helping me find a grin when the nasties come nipping along in my life. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.